welcome to Scotland. Now, there's two parts of Scotland that we can we can chat about. There is a, a group of us, a group of six of us, that went years ago, and we saw multiple games on the same weekend. But between that and this recording, uh, Aaron and I were lucky enough to win tickets for the old firm game. Uh, that's Rangers versus Celtic. Now, rather than give you a sort of a, a boring rundown of what Rangers versus Celtic means, if you're a football fan and you listen to this, you understand Rangers Celtic. You understand how intense that rivalry is, the hatred, etc., etc., etc. If you're not a, f- a football person but you're listening to this, all you need to know about Rangers and Celtic, in, and this is in a, a complete nutshell, Rangers are predominantly unionists. They're predominantly Protestant people, Celtic, Irish roots, Republicans, Catholics. That's all you need to know. There, there is a big difference between the two of them. There is pure and utter hatred between two sets of fans. Now, I'm not boasting about that because you could easily argue that's a bit strange nowadays. But this rivalry is one of the most famous rivalries in, in football. And when people compile their lists of games to see, Rangers Celtic is normally in normally in the top two, top three, easily. And the reason for that is it's the passion, it's the intensity of the crowd, not always the quality on the field. It's the sheer intensity of the crowd. And this is what we had, had won tickets for. Thankfully, as we approached the game, this was only in April 2022, there was a bit of a title race going on as well. So there was something riding on the game. It wasn't like in years gone by where, you know, one team's so far ahead of the other. Uh, you know, Rangers has only recently got back into the Scottish Premier Division. They'd been demoted years ago to the Scottish Third Division and they'd worked their way back up. But at the time that Aaron and I went, and this was April 2022, there was something riding on the game as well. So, so if you're a football fan, you understand Rangers Celtic. If you're a non-football fan, it, it's basically on everyone's bucket list uh, to go and see a game. Whether it's at Rangers or Celtic, it, it make, probably makes no difference. It's the intensity of the crowd, of the people, and you know all of that sort of stuff. But why do I say Glasgow in two bits? Well, Glasgow was a city that we'd done a long time ago as well. And there was a group of six of us that went back in, in the 2010s. Uh, and the reason for that was for the novelty of seeing Rangers play in the Scottish third division. They'd been demoted for various reasons. And there was a team in Scottish third division at the time called Queen's Park. Now, Queen's Park play or played at Hamden Park. Hamden Park is the national stadium of Scotland. That's in Glasgow. So there was a Glasgow derby to go and see, but not the kind that you would think. Queen's Park versus Rangers. And that that, that was on a Sunday at midday, because it was a derby. But of course, that freed up the Saturday. And on the Saturday, we ended up, the, most of us went to watch, I think it was Celtic play either Motherwell or Hibs. And Celtic could have won the league that day. Uh, they didn't. They did win the game, but other results meant they didn't win the league. So that weekend, uh, we'd managed to see uh, Celtic play at Celtic Park, or Parkhead. We then saw Queen's Park play Rangers in the Scottish third division of all things and then we went to see Park Thistle's ground uh, I think on the Monday so we could claim that we've seen the four teams that play the four teams that play in Glasgow 
And there was a lot of drinking that weekend and an epic night out at a place called Campus, which is in Glasgow's West End. Just happy, happy memories of the first trip there. Really, really good fun. Really good laugh. But fast forward, Glasgow 2022. So when we, we won tickets for this and it was like, right, great. Don't even think about it. Rangers Celtic, Ibrox, why not? We'd already seen Celtic play at Celtic Park, so didn't really want to do that. Um, we'd been on a stadium tour of Ibrox, but would like to go to a game of Ibrox at Ibrox. Now, because it's Rangers Celtic, Rangers Celtic is not normally your traditional time because of the, the animosity between the two, the intensity. These games are normally 12 o'clock kickoff. And this was no different with this game. This was a 12 o'clock kickoff. I believe it was on a Sunday, Sunday midday. So again, that freed up the Saturday. Thankfully, on the Saturday, Partick Thistle were playing at home. So Aaron and I went with the intention of let's go and watch Partick Thistle on the Saturday. Let's go and then watch Rangers on the Sunday. And then we can claim that we've seen all four Glasgow teams play at their home grounds. Glasgow complete for football. Plus, you're going to see the old firm game. Great. So that's what we've done. The less that's said about Partick Thistle are both the better. The, the, best, the best, two best parts of the game was the fact that the, the food kiosk in the stand, in the stadium, was called Pie Sports. A bit of a pun on Sky Sports there. And you had a, a doner kebab pie. Sounds horrible. Tastes great. Three quid, good times, and a bovril as well. Fun times, happy times. But yeah, the less said about Partick Thistle are both the better. Nil-nil, horrific refereeing decisions. I think someone hit the post at some point, and that was about it. Not good. And the best part of that day was actually going to the whiskey bar. And there's a whiskey bar in a church. And we went there uh, for evening tipple. And it was, uh, yeah, great. Malt of the month. And uh, if you're nice to bar staff, they might give you extras. That's all I can say about that. Before we get into Rangers Selwick, what's there to say about Glasgow? Well, we've been there three or four times. It's a good city. Loads to see and do. It's the biggest city in Scotland. Not the capital city. That's Edinburgh. Loads to see and do. Loads of museums. Uh, Scottish people like a good drink as well. So quite a bit of drinking to be done, to say the least. It's a port city. Um, shipbuilding is the, was the main part, uh, the, yeah, the main industry in Glasgow back in, back in the day. It's got some really funky universe, uh, uh, museums like the National Piping Centre uh, to do with bagpipes and stuff like that. It's got the Scottish Football Museum, Loads of different areas, uh, Kelvin Grove and the art museums and the galleries in, in the west side of the city are really, really good to go and see. Loads of students. But this time when Aaron and I went, we went to the Glasgow Botanical Gardens uh, up by the River Kelvin in, in the west of the city. We had a walk around Kelvin Bridge, Kelvin Grove area, stopped and had a few coffees. We, uh, I think there was a, there's a burger uh, restaurant called Bread Meets Bread. If you're ever in Glasgow, go there. Hands down the best burger I've ever had. It was, it was I think it was a double cheeseburger served in a, a crispy cream donut. Sounds all sorts of wrong. It tasted all sorts of wrong. Best burger I've ever had. And if you want a cheap lunch, go to Tony Macaroni's because they've got great value pizza there for your lunch times. Loads to see and do in Glasgow. You can have a nice walk around the up and down the River Clyde as well. You can have a walk around Glasgow Green. Uh, you know, if you want, you can go to the Tenants uh, Lager Factory in the East End as well. Glasgow Cathedral, 
you know, you've got stadium tours to go and see. You've got obviously Celtic, Rangers, Hamden Park as well. Just, just loads of different things to see and do. Very difficult to get bored in Glasgow. And also Glasgow is a very good place for connecting to other parts of Scotland or most of Scotland. You can get up to the Highlands from there. Obviously, you can get very quickly to Edinburgh as well, Stirling, Falkirk, Dundee, Aberdeen, Inverness, etc, etc, etc. If you've never been to Glasgow before, as with last week's episode and most things that we say on here, highly recommend it. Go and do it and enjoy it for what it is. You don't even have to like football to go and, and enjoy Glasgow. Ranger Selig. Now, we knew at the time that we it was going to be, on paper, a good game. Rangers, I think, were six points behind Celtic, maybe, or three points behind Celtic, one of the two. A Celtic victory pretty much gives Celtic the league title. A Rangers victory means that, you know, it's title races on. Absolutely. Game on. We knew about the intensity beforehand. Uh, you know, similar things happen in, in Belfast. Again, this we're talking about, you know, Catholics, Protestants, the divide there. You know, it's one of the very few games in the world where it's not just a football rivalry. There's also other big differences as well. When you talk about El Clasico, Real Madrid, Barcelona, I know you've got Catalan ideology, you've got, you know, Franco, you've got Real Madrid, things like that. There's big differences there. So, yeah, there are differences in ideologies. Uh, River Plate against uh, Boca Juniors in Argentina. Again, it's more, you know, a more cosmopolitan club against a more working class club. You know, they don't like each other. Uh, and you look at the big rivalries around you know, Liverpool, Man United, for example. Again, both, with all due respect to the, both of those cities, they're both working class cities. It's just the fact they're 30 miles apart and they've always had disagreements, whether it's music, industry, you know, that sort of stuff. When it comes to Rangers and Celtic, you've then got to add in, uh, in, in effect, a, a religious intolerance, which gives the, the game itself an extra spice. What I'm not going to do on this podcast uh, for, for various reasons, I'm not going to repeat some of the things that we heard uh, ch- chanted in the stadium. Uh, the reason for that is that we would probably get booted off Apple and iTunes and, uh, and podcast formats quite quickly. Uh, but needless to say, there were, um, uh, to put it delicately, there were a lot of uh, remarks, accusations, comments uh, towards Celtic fans about the reliability of of priests and what they like to do in their spare time a lot of comments made about uh the catholic church itself and the goings-on in and out of the church and i'm sure if this game was at celtic park at uh, home of celtic there would be lots of uh remarks about the union great britain uh king william of orange so protestant and the queen as well so i'm sure there'd be you know this will work both ways I'm not going to repeat any of the stuff that we heard. There was a lot of comments that we heard. Some of it we, just, we, we were just laughing at internally because it was so utterly horrific that we, our, our natural reaction was to laugh. I got into the ground an hour before kickoff. 11 o'clock on the Sunday morning is a very early time to be in, in, in a stadium. We wanted to get there. We were sat in the, the big triple tier right near the back. Uh, there was only 900, I think, Celtic fans allowed in, which was a bit of a shame because back in the day... When Rangers play Celtic and vice versa, there's normally thousands of away fans. I think they've had a ticketing dispute over the years or safety disputes over the years. So now the away teams are limited to about 900 tickets, which is a bit of a shame because the atmosphere would have been even better if there was a, f- a, a full set 
of away fans. Now, we got in at 11 o'clock. All the Celtic fans were already in the stadium. Again, police escorts, all that sort of stuff. You never saw the Celtic fans until they were in, in the ground. And for 900 of them, I'll hold my hands up, hats off to them. Delightful. Really, really good. Uh, they created a hell of a noise. Wonderful. Stadium fills up. Uh, Rangers uh, come out to uh, The Best by Tina Turner. And you know, 50,000 people singing that in unison is pretty funky, I have to say. You could tell there's a, a, there's a tenseness around the ground. This is big game, big game of football this, because there's a bit riding on it. Not just bragging rights over your rivals, but as I mentioned earlier, Celtic win this, title's gone. Rangers win this, title race is on. Two minutes in, uh, two or three minutes in, balls played down, the, the, the Rangers left. Couple of good moves, balls put in, and Aaron Ramsey scores a goal for Rangers. Now, we'll do an episode later on uh, in this series about the noises at football rounds. There's not been many times in my life where I've never heard a noise like it in a football ground. This was one of them. You're three minutes in. It's a crucial game. Rangers need to win, really, to, in order to have hopes of winning the Scottish Premier League title. And Ibrox has gone absolutely potty. There's programmes flying. There's scars flying. I mean, Aaron's off hugging people. You know, in other rows, I, you know, guy next to me started hugging me randomly. You know, you're celebrating. It's wild. It is just the start the game needs. Absolutely crackers. My words will not do this justice. I think it's one of the best noises I've ever heard in, in a football stadium. Just what the game needs. Just what the stadium needs. Early goal, happy days. Ibox is in party mode. The challenge with that is that party mode lasted for about two minutes. Celtic win a free kick. Bit of a defensive cock up from Rangers. Celtic equalised, 1-1. Now, apart from the pocket of Celtic fans, my word, it went quiet. It's gone from absolute jubilation to the tenseness around the stadium. It's quiet. And it, people are now on edge again. Not good. Celtic looked a better team on the day, I have to say. Uh, and they go 2-1 up as well. And that's how the game stays. Finishes 2-1. Celtic are, are now a fair few points clear of Rangers. They're probably going to win the league. It's a it's a bad afternoon for Rangers fans. A lot of uh, again, a lot of swearing, a lot of comments that I'm not going to repeat throughout the course of the game. Some of them were hilarious, but I'm not going to repeat them here. Again, accusations against various goings on in in the church and so forth. And Celtic win two one. Their fans are happy. Ibrox is pissed off. Everyone walks out of the stadium. Obviously, you know, Aaron and I have been sat there, you know, in the stadium. We don't have a lot to say. Uh, we walk back. It's about a two, two and a half mile walk back into the centre of Glasgow. And we walk back and there's a couple of brave, very brave uh, cars that start beeping down one of the main roads. Uh, one of them has a green and white flag in it. Again, very brave. I wouldn't be doing that. Um, at that. Luckily, that the light went green for that car because, again, I think they would have been in a lot of danger. I'm not trying to egg that. It looked like they could have been in a lot of danger. Uh, for celebrating a Celtic victory in, in the Rangers part of town. This is a sort of ten intensity we're talking about. Very, very Pellegrosso, very dangerous. Rangers fans pissed off. Uh, and you could tell the atmosphere in Glasgow that evening. It's very muted, very, very desolate. For a laugh, though, for the uh, there was a, a late game uh, in the Premier League. Um, and Aaron and I went into O'Neill's around the corner from the hotel. Uh, of course, O'Neill's being an Irish bar. And it was relatively, it was packed full of Celtic fans. They were having a great time. Loads of police, 
uh, and loads of uh, Dorset Kiri. But they were having a great time. They were loving it, all in their Celtic shirts. So we, we got to see both ends of that. But overall, uh, the game itself, not the best quality game I've ever seen, but it's more to do with that atmosphere. And hands down, one of the best, if not the best atmospheres ever, ever witnessed watching a game of football. And, you know, that's all I can say to that. As I said at the start of the episode, as if, if you like football and you understand football, you know, you know Celtic Rangers already. If you don't quite like sport or you don't like football, then, you know, my words probably won't do this justice. But it's very high on the bucket list. I'm glad that we've done it. I'm, you know, honoured to have gone to an old firm game and that's off the football bucket list. And yeah, never heard a noise like that. And it was, you know, really good that Rangers scored early. Celtic, overall, better team, deserved to win. They ended up winning the league title in the end. Uh, Rangers that season, last season, they ended up winning the Scottish Cup. Uh, ended up reaching um, the final of the uh, Europa League as well. Unfortunately, they lost that on penalties. Uh, that would have been good for British football if, if they would have won that competition. But that, that's uh, Glasgow, in, Glasgow in a nutshell. Next week, we're going to pay homage to the World Cup. World Cup is, is, is going to start imminently, Qatar 2022. So next week, we're playing uh, homage to the World Cup by uh, going over our We Adventures in Brazil 2014 and focusing on the uh, joyous game that was England versus Costa Rica. As always, uh, we welcome more feedback on, on this podcast. Please do go over to iTunes or your podcast platform. Leave us a review as well. That helps the podcast, helps to get our podcast out there to more people, more ears, more listeners. And that's what we like. So hopefully you're enjoying this. Please leave us feedback. Leave us a review on iTunes as well. And uh, join us next week where we will uh, quickly go over our, our World Cup experience in Brazil in 2014. Hasta luego.